This is what it is, man. Welcome to the Kingdom Hour Show once again. We want to give a huge salute, man, to my sister, to my brother in the building today, man. They stopped by to help us out and to give us some insight as to uh, different areas in our life, man. Because as we know, bro, as answers, I'm sorry, I'm just saying, bro, you all say. <laughs> but in church, man, sometimes we can go. We get we get we get stuck in a certain vein, you feel me, and we forget about life. You know right. what I'm saying? We forget about life. So tonight, man, once again, welcome to the Kingdom Hour Show. Tonight, our topic is actually health in the kingdom. We want to expand and expound on three areas, man. We want to talk about spiritual health. We want to talk about physical health and we want to talk about mental health. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing that I've learned within our community, man, it's a lot of distress in those areas. You know what I'm saying? I was talking with brother on Fitho uh, right before the show started, man. And one thing that I've noticed in the communities is that especially with good church going people, man, I was telling, telling bro, man, unless you have a heart for Christ, bro, you're not going to dig no deeper and you're not going to open your mind to nothing else. You're going to pull up at church and say, ooh, pastor priest. And when you ask what did he preach on, you're like, I don't know, but it was a yeah. it was good, good service. You know what I'm saying? Because typically what, hap- what I've learned, what happens is after the service, after the sermon, we take that just like a jacket and we hang it at the door. <laughs> Mm. And we gone back out there wow. and we pick up everything we was trying to escape from. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, man, I, I'll jump it off, man. I want to talk about spirit. You know, I want to talk about spiritual health. You know what I'm saying? Because I found that um, unless you are healthy spiritually, you're not really going to try to make no other changes, you know, physical or mental. You know what I'm saying? Because I know before before I really committed my life to Christ, man, mentally, you know, man, I wasn't dealing with bipolarism or, or schizophrenia or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I kind of think I was because one minute I'm good, the next minute I'm spazzing out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was the dope or, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was just, I don't know what it was, but I know it wasn't God. You know what I'm saying? But I realized that when I actually surrendered and gave my life to Christ, man, uh, a thing began to happen. You know what I'm saying? And it evoked uh, a spirit of reading. Of reading, eating right. that way, you know what I'm saying? And I start to, to read stuff, man, and I begin to look at things differently and it began to challenge my mind. So I believe spiritually, and I'm, I'm, I'm most definitely want you guys input too. I believe, I believe even though the other two conditions are very much so real, mm-hmm. because man, I know some people, man, that physically, man, we out of there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mentally, we out of there, you know, but that's not a balanced life. That's not a man's life. So I personally believe that it starts spiritually. What y'all say? What you say, Reggie? I, I mean, I'm I'm going to agree with um with Pastor J. Dale, man. First of all, thank you for having me. Man, man. Thank I, you. I, for I really coming. appreciate it. I um, you know, of course, we we go straight to the Bible, right, where it talks about God being a spirit, and if we're gonna worship Him, meaning if we we're gonna have some value in God. We gotta do it in spirit and in truth. Come on, so, come on, come on. So if we're gonna have any kind of, of foundation, it has to come from the spirit. Right. It, it has to come from our spirit. The unfortunate thing is, is that, um, and we're talking about believers in, in right. Christ now. Um, we feel like, and I'm speaking very general right now, so I don't want anybody to get mad at me, but the truth is, <laughs> When we take that, that, that leap of faith into the, the world and the ocean 
of Christianity into our walk. We feel like we've become some kind of superhero and we're not allowed to have bad days. We're not allowed to have feelings of, of depression. Right, and, right. And, 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 and the Bible speaks completely against that. It says in this life, you're going to have trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but we hold fast to the in our faith to Jesus who overcame the world. So we'll be able to, to do that. So I know that spiritually you have to address the 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 negligence that we've had right, toward right. each other. As leaders, um that superhero thing is on so tough at times to where I've I've seen to where we almost um act like uh denial mm-hmm. is is the big thing. We're not allowed to say I'm I I need to go get looked at. Maybe I'm schizophrenic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I'm bipolar. Yeah, maybe I'm. It, it seems like we say that we it's a defeat yeah. if we admit where we really are. But you know, man, the crazy thing about it is like exactly what you said. It's like, man, if something ailing you, Big Mama always said, "I'ma pray about it." Mm-hmm. But I'm like. Big Mama, they gave God gave us doctors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, he gave us wisdom. Now, see, this is my thing with the doctors, though. You know what I'm saying? And this is just me. You know what I'm saying? If you come in there talking against my belief, I'm gonna request another doctor, sir, mm-hmm. because we need to be on one accord. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I know that in 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 the health field or the health industry, you can't just publicize your belief and stuff like that. Just like the president can't really say Jesus. You know what I'm saying? He can say God, but he can't say Jesus. But what I'm saying is, is that, man, we have to we have to have the same belief, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not telling you that. okay, man. okay, Jay, you got this pain in your foot because you didn't twist your ankle. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm not. you, you, Okay, give me a prescription and I'll try the prescription. But best believe I'm going to pray over the prescription and over the medication. And I'm going to ask God to allow this to do what it's been created to do. And so what I'm saying is like. You know what I'm saying because of old, the people of old, they were like, man, they. I know people right now that will not go to a doctor. Mm. I, I want to chime in right there. Uh, first of all, any medical or health professional is taught to adapt or adjust to the culture of the patient, the patient. Okay. at that particular time, okay. as far as in your religion. And so, if you find somebody, of course, that's that's refuting or disputing your your beliefs, then you know, of course, they're they're practicing unethically. Right. But I think that mindset that we as a race and I, you know, I, I have to talk about we because mm-hmm. that's my passion and that's where okay. my purpose okay. is um, okay. in, in educating African-Americans. Okay. Um, of course, I love all. But I think sometimes we, you know, the Bible says that people will perish for the lack of knowledge. knowledge. And I feel that some of those grandmother isms have caught us in a place that we are in today. We're so reluctant to go to the doctor because grandma said pray. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. spirituality and I'm a nurse of 20 years, been in healthcare over 30 years, but my mindset knows the scientific um, anatomy and physiology of the body, know how the body works. But my faith supersedes that because I'm a believer and I understand that I can pray some things away and I can do some things, but I still have to know the, to focus on the factual part okay. of my body. Okay. Okay. And, um, and, and, and I, and I guess where I'm, where I'm trying to go with this is sometimes that I don't need to go to the doctor because I pray mm-hmm. is a misconception that leads us to where we are. I completely and, agree. and being, um, leaders in the ministry, in spiritual walks, in spiritual trials, we have to be a witness in that same aspect. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're going to witness 
the Bible, then we need to exemplify the things. This is a temple of God. Right. So if you're not taking care of the temple of God in regards to your physical health, then how are you witnessing and promoting God? Man, I, I completely, I completely agree with that because I think that um so often, man, because of um because of tradition, mm -hmm. you know um tradition that we pass on from generation to generation. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a I'm a firm believer that man, I, I the word of God says that man is to always pray, but I'm a firm believer that it's always what you do after the amen. That's mm -hmm. it. That's you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. After the amen. So you mean to tell me that, okay, you feeling bad in your body and you praying on that thing. Because we going to pray. Mm -hmm. We going right, to pray. Right. But then the spirit going to respond. Mm -hmm. The spirit mm -hmm. might say, man, take your butt to the doctor. You right. Who's your primary? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go see. Right. Like, that ain't God. You feel me? And Go yeah, ahead. So, so in, in, in therapy, the, the goal is to get to what they call the why behind the why behind the why. Mm -hmm. So... First thing you say is, um, why won't you go to the doctor? Mm -hmm. And you say, because, you know, I'm going, I'm going to pray about it. Yeah. And so we, we pray about it, but you still had that ailment. Mm -hmm. Now you have to deal with why you don't, why you won't go to the doctor now, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and now you, you say, well, I'm, I don't have, I don't have the money to go, to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. But then uh, a bill is passed to where you can go and have some additional help yeah, behind yeah, it. Yeah. You have to, the third why, you finally get to the point to where you're saying, I'm embarrassed, or either I don't want to go, or, or or face the fact that that I'm I'm scared. Right, right. You know what I mean? And and not facing that reality will have us, you know, as as holy as we want to be, mm -hmm. as the Bible say, dying before our time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And 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 the thing is, and we all we're all blood watch believers in here. We got I, we got enormous faith, yeah. you know, but I have faith enough to know that God puts people in our path mm -hmm. that can help us. Yeah. He put, you know what I mean? If, if I don't have the, the, the esteem or the desire to push myself through that way, mm -hmm. he'll put a physical trailer in Come place on, man. Come on. <laughs> to help pull, up, pull us on. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But if I don't see it in the, if I don't see it in the spiritual, mm -hmm. all I look at it as, oh, he's just trying to, trying to get something out of him because you see I'm a little you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. but if I'm seeing in the spirit, I'm seeing that God working all things together, lining that thing. Man, come up, on, man. You know, and so and I was so glad that she touched on that thing. That we 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 are uh, um, we are taught classes um, of, of adapting to whatever scenario a yeah. person is in in their spirit spirit realm. Mm -hmm. In therapy, mm -hmm. they uh, in, in psychology they call it greater. Okay. You know, so they have the words they they use, mm -hmm. but the the instance is the same. Your goal is to make sure that that client or patient acknowledges greater. Come on, man. You know you gotta, what I'm saying? You got to get to the greater, man. You got to get to man, the Man, yeah. For those who are tuned in, those who just tuned in, man, we want to welcome Brother Carl. Is Comier? Yeah, Comier. Comier? Okay, man. Cool, cool, man. To the show, man. Brother Carl, man, we're actually talking right now about the um the spiritual health part. Okay. The spiritual health part, man. And I said this quick testimony, man. It was about... 2008 2009 man i was on a medication man mm -hmm. and um so man i was in church and the prophetess that came to church you feel mm -hmm. me and it was a dynamite service and everything mm -hmm. and the prophetess man she spoke into the atmosphere and she said somebody's dealing with x y and z and i say oh god uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so i said oh god 
And so I'm like, okay, man, that's me. You know what I'm saying? That's me. And man, she got to talking to me. And, and I knew this was God. You know what I'm saying? God uses people. You feel me? Yes. And so she began to speak directly. And I say, man, I can't deny this. You feel me? This, this is me. And she spoke to me and she say, um, you will be coming off of this particular medication. You know what I'm saying? So you know me and my super faith, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to go through all my super faith. <laughs> I'm ready to go through all my medicine away. But I talked to my pastor and I say, well, I say, well, um, pastor, I say, well, she said the silly. I say, so when do I stop taking the medicine? He say, son, whenever the spirit of the Lord release you to stop taking that medicine. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I say, cool. But man, lo and behold, man, I, I knew it was God because I was just tapered off of the medication. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And man, I had went, I had went like six years without this medication. And I said all that to say this here because man, when God does a thing health wise for mm -hmm. us, we cannot counteract thinking that we are immune. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That we can't go back right, or, or flat right. up, so to say. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And, man, I, I saw that, okay, man, because when I was on the medication, my eating habits had changed and I was leaning more healthy. But I'm like, man, I'm healed now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, here come little Debbie. You know what I'm saying? Here mm -hmm. come them grandma oh. cooking. <laughs> right, right, right. My, my addiction was yeah. bluebell. You know what I'm saying? I went there with you. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I said that to say this, man, God will can heal us. Mm -hmm. But we cannot counteract mm -hmm. with the foolishness. That's it. That's with the foolishness. Yeah. Go here, um, Brother okay. Carl, man. Just he was saying that, and uh, I was I was an overweight child, so in the eighth grade, I wore a size 40-point waist. I mm. was that the fat kid. I had boobs. You know, people, kids used to tease me. But later on, after college, I was working at a health club, and uh, I was I was a uh, um, I basically signed people up on membership. Okay. Know? And so I was sitting at my at my desk, and um, all of a sudden it, it was uh, I just started crying. I mean, I just I felt grief. I didn't know why. Uh, no one died in my family. You know, nobody was sick. At one point, about we had about seven deaths in our family in a two-year period, but everything was clear. Everything was good. And so all of a sudden, I saw uh, before me there was like a like this big sewage pipe, and uh, it was all black and full of sewage, and uh, I was like. You know, what is this? And, uh, and so, uh, whatever it was, I couldn't shake it. And so finally I just started praying. I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what is this? And he said, this is the way my people take care of my temple oh, man. and how it grieves me. Okay. And then he, and then he started showing me, uh, as I kept praying, I went to church. He started showing me all the people sick and dying, cancer, <laughs> diabetes, heart disease, you know, uh, all these different diseases. And then what, what he revealed to me over time was that even though we get them saved, this is how Satan was taking them out. Come on, they man. can't. They can't be that for their families. They can't do my call. You know, they can't do their jobs. They can't do what they were called, designed, mm -hmm. sanctioned to do from heaven. You know, Come on, what man. their mandates were. And so uh, he said, "This is this is an untapped area. I want you to go into this area." And so uh, he started to show me ahead of time, like ten years ahead. Uh, this was like like going into two thousand, give or take. Uh, and then in Houston. Uh, he was showing me within about 10 years how all his people were going to be uh, in this place of sickness and disease, uh, how their health was going to be taken, uh, how they were going to be in debt. Uh, wow. And then so by 2001, that's when Houston was named the fattest city in the U.S. the mm -hmm. first time. Wow. And then again, first 2012. <laughs> okay? mm -hmm. And so over those years, what he, what he gave me was that 
Uh, that's why I became a trainer, you mm -hmm. see. And he said, you need to be in a place to catch them, mm. okay? Because in the body of Christ, especially, we're supposed to be in a place of, like like Third John 2, beloved, I pray that you be in health and you prosper even as your soul prosper. So it's supposed to be from the inside mm -hmm. that the manifestation, yes, mm -hmm. comes to the outside, right? And so he was showing me that that basically as the body of Christ, we're supposed to represent him in that way, but it was opposite. We were sick and dying that we, the world's supposed to see us and be attracted to us and want to be like us, yeah. you know. And so, uh, so he said, okay, the work that you need to do is you need to deal with the physical man, okay. And that that basically, like Paul said, he buffeted the flesh, but he was saying we were just letting the flesh run wild, you know. I, I grew up on, you know, old school Southern cooking. My grandmother had thirteen kids, mm -hmm. and when they all left, I was her favorite grandson. <laughs> yeah, so you you could imagine. <laughs> I was the recipient of some fine Southern cookies. Come on, you man. know, made from scratch. Everything. I called Granny up on a Saturday. I said, Granny, can you make me some breakfast? I'd be in five minutes. Sure enough, I mean, it would be late. Looking like I was at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? But anyway, I, that's you know, I, I lost over hundred pounds myself. Okay. So, okay. But what the Lord showed me is that I had to live it. I had to be it. But the thing is, right now, God's people need it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's needed. Yeah. I think, um, Phil, I think you hit on that, um, that we're being robbed mm -hmm. in that area, in that in that that physical that physical health area, uh, because so many of man, I remember, man, down, down in the car, I was my grandmother's favorite okay. grandchild too, mm -hmm. and that's what everybody who's watching, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I was her favorite, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and um, <laughs> but. I remember, man, it's like, cause down in the country, man, we used to have, sometimes we would have church services at the house. You know what I'm saying? And man, you know, they, they showed out in the kitchen when the pastor was coming to the house. You know what I'm saying? And man, it was just fried this and fried that. And I'm like, man, but we took for granted, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the older people took for granted the importance of being physically, uh, physical fit. You know what I'm saying? Physically fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To do uh to do kingdom work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like you, I think you just said uh we get them saved. There you go. You know what I'm saying? We get them saved, but we get you saved, but then you 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 come into bondage. There we go. Mm -hmm. Can't even get your shot off because you ain't got you enough wind to get all the way through. Come on, man. I think, I, and I also think I think that that what what we do as we as we are used as vessels to to help introduce people to to the freedom and the life and newness in Christ is is uh, as we go through some churches or uh, some ministries have new member orientation. Mm -hmm. uh, some some of them have uh, you have a, a pal. They'll give they'll partner you up with somebody yeah. right. and they'll yeah. walk with you. Yes. Christianity, our life is a is a communal, community based life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And That's we it. can't That's walk it on our own. So That's so to get to this Acts chapter two church that we talk about, which is. You know, the, the, I mean, they sold everything to come together yeah, to be right. together in one place on one accord. So, so what we have to do is, um, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm referencing therapy again, but, but, but it is, it's called a renewal. Mm -hmm. So the Bible says in, 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 uh, in Romans chapter, you know, chapter 12 about, about, uh, um, being putting away the new, okay, mm -hmm. you know, being new and uh, newness in your mind, right, right, mm -hmm. right, renewing of your mind, right? Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. so when we talk about the renewing of mind, we're talking about huh. putting away Man, right. those That's other right. things. Yeah. So, so, so newness in mind is not simply saying I've acknowledged that this is not what's best for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also incorporating 
a group around you yeah. yes. that can hold you accountable mm-hmm. to walk in that same path. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I, I can see that as you speaking on it. Go ahead, sis. Now, I was just gonna say in the in that newness and that renewing. You know, I, I that's that's one of my favorite scriptures. You know, be transformed by the renewing. Mm-hmm. That ing. Mm-hmm. That's that's a constant, a it's perpetual a state. Yeah. And so, you know, we're so quick to say, you know, sorry, y'all gonna get mad. I don't care. Black lives matter. Yeah. If black lives really matter, what are you doing with your black life? You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? We're still stuck in this same mindset that we got to eat a big old pot of chitlins. Why? Because we were in bondage and that's what master gave us to eat the remains of what they didn't want. Mm-hmm. So if that's where we were and that's what we did, we want to be set free. Then why are we still stuck down the plate? Why? We still sitting there eating a big heaping pile of, of chitlins, a big heaping pile of, of hog malls, a big heaping pile of potatoes. Yeah. Why? Because those were the things that were given to us. Those were the things that were in abundance or the remains. The potatoes grew in abundance. Yeah. The pig, the guts. The intestines. That's what that is. Poop. It's poop. You're eating that. That's what was left over that master them didn't want. But you want to sit and eat that. Oh, I got, I'm going to have my pig feet. I'm going to have my. Man, listen, you're doing more harm to yourself than master did. So if your black life really matters, then why hasn't your mind been set Uh, free from that plate of bondage that you're sitting and consuming and eating? Oh, I can't eat no greens without no pig feet. Mm. Sure you can. Sure you can. <laughs> so I mean that's the thing we're stuck in our mind, but we yet we want to be free. Yet we want to be set equal, but when we have the, the the plate of equality, we still put the same stuff on it that they had to eat back in those days. Yeah, man, I'm so I'm so glad on the other co-host Ron C not here, man, cause he he want to fight. He he want to fight, man, cause I I I haven't eaten pork or beef. Uh, in approximately five years, wow. uh, and so man, he just clowned me so bad. He talking about man, Jay, that's why you always hungry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you always hungry. But you know that renewing piece, man. Because one thing I've learned is this: is that you have to get, you have to have a vision. Yeah. Of how you see yourself. Talk, man. That's the first step of renewing. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It's self-evaluation. That's it. That's and so as you as you go in, the Bible talks about that. You know what I'm saying? You have you have to consider your ways. Yeah. You have to, yeah. You have to look at yourself. Yeah. You, you and so when you look at yourself, you have to be honest with with what you see. Mm-hmm. That way That's you it. can That's know yeah. where you need yeah. to go. Yeah. And where you, you're trying to go. Where you're trying to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just what just what you were saying when I finally got to the point of basically self-evaluation, uh, that was something like, you know, when you look at a picture and let's say that you just took a group picture and you hadn't really seen yourself in a while, you know, mm-hmm. and you see that picture and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, you look like, you're like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. that can't be me. That's not mm-hmm. me on this picture. Everybody else looking great and you look like, you know, I'm not going to say it, but you know what I'm saying? You you a little bit bigger than everybody else. Okay. Flushness. Yeah. The, the, you know, my, my little girl, she say, just round, it's round. <laughs> he uses nice words. Round. Okay. But the thing is, one of the things that that, that God really, really helped me with, uh, back to Romans twelve one, uh, is to put yourself on the altar. Yeah. Okay? That that we need to put ourselves on the altar. We need to be the sacrifice. We need to to uh, basically allow Him to transform first our mind. Because if you don't transform this, just like the person that thinks that they're that they're even though they they thin as a rail, they think they fat. Right. Because their mind needs they to be mindset. that's right. That's what they see. Yeah. Wow. So with myself, I needed that part. 
Yeah. You see, yeah. but when it, when I realized I had to go on the altar, I had to change. And you know, it takes about 20 days uh, or 21 days to basically make a new habit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that that uh, the Lord showed me in Scripture is that I had to press, but in my pressing, you know, I had to resist in my pressing. Mm -hmm. I couldn't eat the same thing. You know, I, I would stay with my parents. You know, out of, out of college, or they would eat the traditional. You know. Yeah. Uh, bacon and eggs and stuff. They take the bacon grease, make the gravy, yeah. and I had to, you know, I had to make my my turkey bacon and my egg whites and you know my you know uh, what's called wheat toast. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I had to resist what they were eating, and I'd just be smelling that food. Is like, oh man, you know, it was just right there. It's like across the table. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, as I was resisting and I was pressing, they'd be like, baby, why don't you come over here and eat some of this? I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, mama, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm trying to change. I'm, you know, getting fit. And like, no, come over here. And I get a call from my friends. Hey, why don't you, you, you want to go out? No, let's go ahead. Let's go eat some pizza, some Mexican food. I'm like, no, I ain't doing that. So it, there was so much temptation. Mm -hmm. But then there was a point that came with like, you know what? They would ask me, man, what you doing? You looking good. And I want to change too. Then I realized that once you press through and once you get to a certain yeah. point, yeah. people will start to join you. They want wow. To yes, wow. Sir. But before yeah. the temptation, before the you know, will be coming for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that lines up, that lines up though with, with your spiritual walk too. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because uh, on this spiritual journey, you have to press your way through. You know That's what I'm right. saying? And it's not for me to beat you over your head with what I'm doing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But to allow what I'm doing to attract yeah, to attract you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right, yes, and so yes. with the physical, with the physical piece, man, a lot of us we need deliverance. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, man, I go do my exercise thing, man, and as soon as I'm finished, I'm in there praying. I'm yeah. like, look, Holy Spirit, don't let me kind of act nothing out of lost <laughs> in <laughs> right, here. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. But you have to keep pressing, it, and it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice, yeah. man. Yeah. I have to sacrifice. Uh, I have to sacrifice at least about an hour and a half worth of sleep just to get up yeah, and be know. what I need to be, you know, right, and right. to keep my schedule. But the physical piece, man, y'all, this physical piece is so important because, I mean, we understand and we've laid the groundwork to understand and know that your spiritual foundation has to be laid right. because, man, that's where your strength comes from. If spiritually, man, if you defeat it spiritually, you're not going to want to do nothing physically. That's right. Period. Right. And so, I mean, let's, I mean, talking about the physical on the physical, for those who just joined us, man, we're talking tonight about health, health, health. It's more to it than just coming to church. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Period. It's more to it than just what are you doing outside of church? You know what I'm saying? Okay, you, you get a sermon. Are you reading at home? Are you praying at home? Are you fasting at home? You know what I'm saying? Are you sacrificing a long time with the Spirit of God at home? What what are you doing? So we get that part. And so now we're talking about the importance of um of the physical, the physical health part. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm if I'm not physically fit, then how how can I be used? But let me chime in right there, cause cause I wanna cause I want us to make sure that we understand how the body works too, mm -hmm. because there's no there's no picture of what healthy looks like, right? Mm -hmm. Some people have mesomorphous bodies, mm -hmm. morphs or, or mm -hmm. ectomorphs, mm -hmm. or, or you know they're built different kind of ways, and so so what healthy means basically is what the Bible would call being content 
mm. mentally and spiritually with where you are as you press on to the next level of your journey. Come on, man. So healthy is not about well, I'm um, good health is not about um, man. I'm in perfect shape. What is perfect shape? Well, what does that perfect look like? shape is today? God has made me the best version of myself today. Because remember, we can't think about tomorrow, give no thought, right? Oh. So as we're pressing, we're gonna get better. <laughs> if we continue to do what we're gonna do, the 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 um the stats have shown and talk and, and um this it's this one um I, I do uh I work out of all these videos of, mm-hmm. of, uh, and, and so um it says thirty days you know, you start noticing the difference. Right. 60 days, the people around you start making yeah. noticing a difference. Yeah. 90 days, the world start noticing yeah. a difference. And so, so, so the thing is, don't worry about the outcome. That's gonna happen. That's All right. we That's can right. do is take care of today. Yeah. Come on. You know what I'm saying? And so work on your health and your wellness today, you know? And so I think that when we talk about, you know, I mean, we, we show, show, show my brother, he stand up and we stand up and we're like, man, I'm, I'm going to. I'm not going to do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's too far away. Mm-hmm. But the goal is, am I in my best version of myself yes, today? And being conscious, as you say, puts you right there. Yeah. You, you, yeah. And you, you got to remember, you have to start somewhere. You got to yeah. start somewhere. And, and I like what you said because um, you said that um, you said in, in, your, in your place, in your space, your level of contentment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you are completely happy with what you see mm-hmm. when you look in the mirror, mm-hmm. then okay, you good. Right. And, and happiness doesn't mean that you're gonna stay there. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It just means that that you're you're willing to accept who I am today. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're gonna get better, man. Come on, is man. Is us understanding who we are today. When we go to church and and we and we and we preach it from the pulpit and we've heard it. You know, uh, uh, with the head and not the tail, with the lender and not the borrow. Well, all these things, when we get out, we're so stingy to let anybody borrow anything. We don't even, you know, we don't want to give anything, but we, we still are trying to figure out how we're going gonna to make it. And, and the why to the why to the why that goes back to slavery. So much was taken from us, and we never dealt with the PTSD of that. And it transformed into us sacrificing, saying, you know what? I might not know what's out there, so I'm not going to do that. But I do know what these chitlins taste like. Mm-hmm. And I know what this comfort food tastes like. So I'm going to keep my circle the way it is. It might kill me off, but at least I know what's kidding me. But that's not even wise, though. And I mean, so many of us, including myself, we have lived in that condition for so long to where it's like, man, because the saying is, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't broke, don't. It might not be broke, but it can be better. Yes, sir. Right. And, and this, right. this is my thing to even respond to that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm sitting at the table with three African-American males who are statistically known to be the least to go to the doctor. So if you've not been to the doctor, how do you know it's not broke? Just because it's not malfunctioning right now. We as a race, we 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 suffer in that area because we don't go to the doctor. I have a very, 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 very good friend who tells me all the time, my wife went to the doctor. She ain't got it, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all married. Yeah, God put y'all together. But her numbers are not your numbers. And you and you were talking about um yeah. Uh, uh, how, you know, dealing with yourself and where you are, uh, you know, in mm-hmm. your own personal space. We at work, we get incentivized mm-hmm. for doing our biometric screening, for doing our, uh, blood chemistries, basically seeing how, how tall you are, how much you weigh, what's your BMI, check your cholesterol, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. There's this one young lady. Oh, she's just grossed out by anybody that's fat. 
oh, that is so unhealthy. And, you know, she's a nice size frame person, you know, neatly put together. Oh, that's just so unhealthy. So unhealthy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, and we were showing us some plus size models. Oh, that's disgusting. I can't look at that. Then we went and did our biometric screening. Her numbers was the worst in the group. So here she is thinking she's the picture of health because she's stacked in the right places and and contoured in the right areas. And I'm talking about she too shakes from a heart attack. Healthy, um, her healthy uh, cholesterol was like 18 and it should have been for a woman should have been 40 or so. She 18, you two beats from a heart attack, but you over here saying somebody else is unhealthy because they're overweight. The, The overweight girl. Her blood chemistries were better than all of ours put together. Oh, wow. You understand what I'm wow. saying? So, again, we, we look at somebody and we say, oh, she's not healthy because she's overweight. You don't know the interior factors that promote that exterior that you see. And so it's important for you as an individual, just like um, Reverend Phil just said, it's important for you to be happy with yourself. But it's also important for you to know yourself. Yeah. So if my ears start itching, then I know it's because I went back home and came back out here. Piney Woods, the trees. Whereas Phil's ear might start itching and he don't know why his ears itch because he's not in tune with his body to know what's going on with himself. And so that's why it's important to know your body, know every aspect of your body. Go to the doctor. Why? Not because you don't have faith, but because God has given man dominion in this earth and God is not a man that he shall lie. So if he's given us dominion in this earth, nothing that happens in this earth is going to go through without happening in the hands of a man has to perform because God has given us power here. If God gave us power, he's going to use a man to do that. So that means he's equipped Dr. Umbu to be able to tell you this is what's malfunctioning in your body. So as a person, even as a believer, it's imperative that you go to the doctor, get a baseline so that when your ear starts itching and then you go back and check your chemistries again and your X, Y, Z is a little point few points lower or higher than it was, then you may know that that may be attributed to what's going on with your ear. But if you never know, then you never know. And then again, you leave out of here with silent killers, heart disease, heart attack, hypertension. That is what is taking our race and our community out because we still stuck on that pile of chitlins. And then you ain't been to the doctor since you was born and spanked on the behind. I'm just saying. I want to comment on this. And and, uh, what's what's the name? Phil. 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 So one part is we know the spiritual part, and then there's the physical part. And in the Word of God, it says that that my people died for the lack of knowledge. That's right. When God created the garden, he put everything in it. He put herbs, he put vegetables, he put fruits, he put uh, nuts and seeds, he put all these different things in there. But they were meant to give life back to our body. Mm -hmm. You notice, once you pick a fruit off the tree, it starts to die because it has life in it. When you eat it, it gives life, it renourishes you. And there are certain things and certain foods that help to replenish and, and cause your internal organs to work and properly and function mm-hmm. right, okay? Certain things for your skin, like citrus fruits, like grapes are for your lungs, you know, walnuts for your brain, that's what it looks like a brain, you know. Wow. Uh, tomato oh. has lycopene, it's, it's for your heart, it has chambers like your heart. Wow. Red for your circulatory system, your blood, you know. All those kinds of things uh, are meant for you. Like a, a avocado looks like a, it's, it's a, has a big seed in it, it's like a pregnant woman. So avocado is one that pregnant women should eat. Mm. Okay, all those things God put in nature. But at the same time, we have technology now. Okay, back then they didn't have a doctor you could go to and, and get scanned and checked. But we are supposed to utilize both mm-hmm. okay, in this mm-hmm. time period. So it's not to say that you just do nature, but you should go to the doctor. You should get your vital check. You should get those things. One thing I want to clarify: I'm also a, a nutritionist. When you, in regards to nutrition, 
health is by abundance. Okay. So like, let's say that you eat like a, um, uh, like I grew up, you didn't just eat like one grape. Okay. You took the whole <laughs> thing of grapes, you put them in your bowl and you ate till you're full. That's for health. Your body needs abundance for health. Yeah. Now, when you get into fitness and you want to contour and shape and cut and, and make, you know, you know, different, you know, muscles and, and, and every, okay, then it's more precise. You eat a certain amount at a certain time yeah. for a certain result. Mm-hmm. Okay. For it to shape right and be contoured. All right. But for health, Okay, you need abundance. Okay, mm-hmm. so some people that are really healthy, like she was saying, they may not be fit looking, but when you go to check their vitals, mm-hmm. they're at the top levels. Mm-hmm. Okay, the cholesterol is <laughs> where it's supposed to be. Okay, are they, you know, their, their, their blood pressure, where it's supposed to be. But somebody in fitness can also be off because that's not what fitness is about. It's, it's mm-hmm. more so your look. Okay, in my ministry, we combine it and line it up with the Word of God. Yeah, you're supposed to be fit spiritually. You're supposed to be your soul and your emotions. All that's supposed to be in check and alignment with yeah. the Holy Spirit with yeah. God. And your physical man, all that is supposed to be in alignment. Submitted to the Holy Spirit. Right, submitted right, to right. Jesus. Submitted to God the Father. Just like Jesus in the garden, he lay prostrate. Your, your flesh is supposed to be laid down flat. It shouldn't be that you, you, your spirit is in check, okay? But then your soul, you're all emotional, you're all out of whack. And then your flesh, you're just going crazy. You eat whatever, you do whatever, whatever you touch, feel, taste, see, you just man. want to do it. You know, you look at porn, you look at whatever you want to do. Come on. Yeah. You know, that's, that's everything got to be in alignment. That's come on. Right. Come on. And what the Lord gave me in that, in, in, in scripture wise, once you have everything in alignment, all those different compartments, mm-hmm. there's no limit to what he can do with you. There's, there's no limit of the, the power, the, the things that he can, he can show forth through you, through your mm-hmm. ministry, through your, you know, through helping people. You see, because there's no doors that open. Yeah. 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 So that, so that all that has to line up. That's very important. Man, I, 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 I see that. I see that, too, because <clears throat> the, the scripture you quoted earlier and after this statement here, we're going to um, open it up for questions. If anybody have any questions and then we're going to hit on that mental health issue. Right. But the scripture you stated earlier was on. Uh, you said that God wants us to prosper right. and be in good health as our soul prospers. Mm-hmm. And so that means the prosperity starts within mm-hmm. and I've learned that within our soul, that's why I will free will lies. That's why I will emotionalize. And that's why our intelligence lies within our soul. And so when I went back to look at that scripture and he said he want me to prosper being and being good health as my soul prosper, I learned that uh, intellectually. I have to, you know, I have to be on an incline. I have to, I have to be able to to understand without an understanding or um, lack of knowledge. My people perish, you know what I'm saying? And all you're getting, get an understanding. And I've learned that uh, even with getting an understanding that that's actually one of the names of the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of understanding. So in all of my getting, make sure I get the spirit, you know. And so intellectually, I have to be increasing uh, my will, my will that that deals with the self-control. Mm-hmm. That deals with the self-control, and self-control is actually one of the fruits right. of the spirit. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's where a lot of us we fail because man, we we just go from zero to a hundred because we cannot control ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And then our emotions. I've learned that um an emotional response can cause a lifetime of heartache. If if I respond emotionally, you know what I'm saying, and that's especially as being a leader, you know what I'm saying, we can't operate out of our feelings. 
because our feelings fluctuate. And so I said that to say this here because we talking about it. Then my bro in here, man, he's a physical guru. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I said that to say this here because, man, when we are operating out our feelings, our feelings will cut us off from a lot of things because, man, at three o'clock in the morning, I don't feel like getting up. But I feel like laying down. And then I feel like making an excuse you know what i'm saying and so but but then now now i see that that's my flesh one against my spirit because mm-hmm. my yeah, spirit yeah. want to get up because my spirit want to be free right. but my flesh is content with <laughs> making excuses so man with that being said anybody have any questions anybody want to inject Facts, facts, facts. You had some, bro? I believe uh, it's just as important to deny yourself as it's just as important as the abundance part because the abundance is, is, is to store it. Maybe like the ant did the grasshopper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to store it here. Mm-hmm. You fast your body has time sitting in the and mm-hmm. can pull in what it needs. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you fast, you more focused, you more. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Energetic, you more uh, uh, determined to learn and, and gain yeah. progress. You know, mm-hmm. so wow. Important that you have. Man, fasting and not just eating fast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Square business, man. Square business. Got to be one of the most underappreciated uh, opportunities that we have. Mm-hmm. God, you know, yeah. like you say that. Uh, if you you fast, you go through that time. All of a sudden, you remembering something that you hadn't thought about in in, in years, and you remember the whole process, yeah. clarity, and everything. So yes, sir, yeah, yeah, that's that's very important. And man. the crazy thing about it, man, we gain and gather so much strength from a fast. Yes, sir. I'm not even gonna lie, man, because even as a pastor, man, whenever fasting come across my mind, I try to switch my thoughts quick. <laughs> I, I try to switch them quick. But let me tell you, man, um, there is a such thing called a divine fast right. where the spirit of God will take your appetite. Mm-hmm. And so I'm grateful for those moments. Because yeah, right, 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 I'm right. like, man, that, that's discipline. Y'all have something. Uh, I, I just get um, tickled, you know, when uh, like pastors or preachers, whomever would call it corporate fast. <laughs> and then you got sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so. Oh, no, I'm diabetic. I can't do this. <laughs> and I can't do that. But you got a purse full of little debbies that you've been oh, eating. You, um, you got expired insulin because you haven't been mm. using it. But when it's time to do a fast, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sick. I can't do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, again, that feeling, that mind, that will and that emotion is what takes over sometimes and prevents us from getting to these healthy places in our spiritual walk, right. in our physical walk, right. in our mental walk. I mean, you know, it's, it's our mindset that hasn't been changed. It hasn't been yeah. renewed. You're diabetic when it's convenient for you. 
Orange China, yeah, yeah, do whatever yeah, it is yeah, you want to yeah. do. You're not diabetic. You're not doing anything you should do. You're not, you know, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. there's so many things that, that people don't even realize that are affected by just different disease processes. Mm-hmm. Diabetes affects everything from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. You'll lose your hair. You'll lose your sight. You'll lose your kidneys. You'll lose your toes. You'll lose your feet. You'll lose bodily functions. You can't even go to the restroom because of diabetes. So that is how serious that is. But the thing that we have to understand is God strategically made every process in our body. He made every function and he made them all align up. Just like the word of God say, many parts, but one body. And so what he does is give you these Greek curses that says, hey, something is out of line. That's just like in the spirit realm. You'll know when something is out of line. Stuff keep having your tie fell off, your this bed, the roof caved in, the this, the that. All these things are precursors for God to get your attention. He does the exact same thing in your body. He created your body. Going back to the garden, he's talking about all the seeds. We're seeds. Mm -hmm. And we're a seed inside of a seed. There's a seed on the inside of us. So everything that he intends for us to be, we already are. There's Mm -hmm. this covering on it that you put there because you chose to do these things that you're doing. You got hard skin. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you stayed with Ray Ray and you know Ray Ray was beating you up top top of your head. Mm -hmm. Now your skin is tough. You know what I'm saying? So now you have these precursors in your mind based on something you did to yourself because God never intended for you to be with that man. You married him, then say, bless you, God. So now your mental health is messed up. That goes along with your physical health because now he's calling you ugly and fat and you ate dedicates when you got mad. Little Debbie turned you to Big Deborah. Now you got all of these issues. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I read. I lived it. You understand what I'm saying? Because I was in a relationship that was that was harmful to me physically, emotionally, and definitely spiritual. And so these things hinder and because they are all connected together. You can't be physically fit if you're not spiritually fit. Come on, right. You might be cutting buff and all of that, but your numbers and everything else is probably way out of order because God is just not going to allow you to be perfect like you think you are. So all of these things are intertwined together, and it takes getting a, a full assessment. In, in, in nursing process, we have an acronym, a pie. Unfortunately, it's a pie. But it means to assess, you plan, you implement, and then you evaluate. So going back to whoever said it earlier, take that look at yourself in the, in the mirror. See where you want to go. Yeah. I struggle with my weight all my life. But on my door, I always have a pair of gold jeans. That's G-O-A-L, not G-O-L-D. Gold jeans. Why? What are those? Those are jeans that I can't fit. Yeah. And I bought them too little. Yeah. Why? Because I'm going there. That is what I want to wear. And I might want to stand up and show y'all these were some gold jeans not so long ago. But I'm in them. You know what I'm saying? And so that is the thing. You have to envision where you want to go. And you can't be be caught up on what it looks like on this side. Because what it looks like on this side is not what he placed on this side. So you have to come from here. Y'all, I don't know if any of y'all ever paid attention. Discovering the you within. That is my hashtag. That is yeah. my slogan for the spot. Why? Because I know that it starts here in order to get here. Come on. You come got on. to get it here first. It don't yeah. matter yeah. what you do. It don't matter how I cup it, how I shape it, how I whatever I do to it. But if it's not here, then you're gonna come back next week and you're gonna all over. Yeah. Yeah, that that's absolutely true, man. Because I know, man, one thing that I did, and I did this last week, man. I went through my closet. And everything that was a size that I didn't want to be, I gave it away. That's up. That's good. That's <laughs> and good. I started embracing smaller sizes. That's you it. know what I'm saying? Because I've learned that, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you hold on to that bigger mm-hmm. stuff, man, you're actually calling that back and you're oh, calling wow. that forth. 
What you say? Wow. You calling that for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and you'll begin to subconsciously subconsciously do things that will that that will bring this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that bring that man. And I know um yesterday, no, it was Monday, man. I think my son was trying to set me up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I was at home, I've been doing good, watching mm-hmm. what I eat and what my intake mm-hmm. is, man. And he went to the store and came back with some tea cakes, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncle Honey's. I know y'all know what Uncle Honey's tea mm-hmm. cakes is. He should be still grounded right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, man, he sat him on the table and he had him a pecan pie. And you know, my thought was, man, my thought was, I don't want to hurt his fitness. He spent his money. <laughs> he spent his money, man. And I was like, man, I had to repent. I had to repent, man. And I'm like, then, then yesterday, I don't know, man. He come in the house with some sugar rush sweet potato pies. Mm-hmm. Man. Sorry. I can't believe I'm a couple things. Go ahead. Go ahead. So first thing, you mentioned about the clothing. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you uh, basically got rid of all your bigger clothes. Right. The, the scripture, one of the scriptures that, that come to mind uh, is that uh, speak those things that be not as though they were. Okay. And then... Um, so physically, if you start buying bigger clothing, okay, because, you know, you got a little, you know, you added a few pounds or you ate too, you know, too many, uh, Thanksgiving dinners, okay, I call it. But the point I'm making, if you buy bigger clothing, basically you are prophetically speaking or prophetically, a prophetic, prophetic act mm-hmm. that causes you to continue to yeah. eat and it's okay to eat mm-hmm. to fit into those clothing. Yeah. But if you take those out and you buy smaller clothing, mm-hmm. okay, it causes your mindset to shift that, okay, now I need to watch what I'm doing, watch yeah. what I'm eating. Yeah. I need to watch my emotions. So I was the kind of eat if I was happy, I'd eat. Yeah. If I was sad, I'd eat. If somebody came with some food like that, a friend, <laughs> I would eat. Uh, if I had a bad day, I would eat. And if you didn't finish what was on your plate, I might help you with that. Okay. So that's where I, used to, I grew up. They called me Mikey. Mikey will eat it. You know, give it to Mikey. That's right. Okay. But one of the things that as I started to get closer to God, started to get in better shape, I remember this testimony. There was this family. There was a middle-aged uh, uh, man. You know, he had a family. Uh, and then as they, they prog- uh, you know, you know, reached their uh, elder years. You know, they had a nice savings, a $200,000 savings. You know, uh, one of their sons was an engineer. Another one was, I think, a teacher. And uh, I think their daughter was, I don't recall what profession she was in. But anyway, uh, they had health insurance. Everything was going well. Uh, they had a nice home. But then all of a sudden, uh, the dad started to get sick. Okay. And then uh, later, he lost his insurance. And uh, uh, so they started to go through their savings, okay? And so next thing you know, uh, they showed them living in the basement of one of their children's home. That was their new home because they had to sell everything because they lost his health. Okay. Went through all their savings, lost their home, lost everything. Okay. Because of the amount of debt that they had because he lost his health. So that goes right along with the scripture saying, if you have to, if you don't change your mindset, if you don't change your ways, if you don't change your actions, okay, then it can, be that you lose not only your health, but you lose everything else that comes with it, that you gain. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Yeah. So that can be a major trap. So so I encourage all of you, please, please, please. This this is the most important thing you can do, okay, is if you don't have a mentor, if you don't have a pastor, if you don't have 
uh, someone that's helping you to change on the inside, mm -hmm. you got to get that. You got to, you have to get spiritually fit. You have to get a personal relationship with God. You got to have, you know, mm -hmm. we can do all this physical stuff, but you know, there's a such thing as vanity. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, you know, like she was saying, if they don't, if you don't change the inside, it don't matter what you do on the outside. They're not going to see it the way you see it. They'll mm -hmm. think still something is wrong. You know, something is mm -hmm. is not right, and they'll keep trying to fix it. And next thing you know, they get botched. They, they you know, they have too many surgeries, or they, mm -hmm. you know, I had mm -hmm. a um, another guy. Um, he has I don't know what you call this, but his legs go like this. Okay, and he's he's a singer, he's a rapper, but uh, he he came to me. He weighed about 450 pounds, uh, give or take. But in order for him to uh, have surgery, they the doctor told him he had to lose weight, or else his legs would go back to that, you know, once they fixed him and made him straight. Um, but we did a lot of physical work, but he wasn't really ready to change um, mm -hmm. mentally or, mm -hmm. or he wasn't really ready to accept some of the things in God. And so every time he lost weight, I helped him lose weight more than once, but he would go right back to it after we would stop. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. So uh, I turned the panel over to you guys. Wow. Wow. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Most definitely, man. That's yeah. I, I was gonna say that 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 kind of goes into that 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 mental health mm -hmm. that we're talking about. Um, sometimes the mental mind causes all of those things. Depression, of course, okay. is a mental illness. Right. Schizophrenia is a mental illness. Mm -hmm. And there's a um, you know, you have these people that have lost the weight, but they still see themselves fat. That's a mental illness. It's called body dysmorphia. They look at themselves, you know, like the mirrors and at the carnival. You can stretch yeah. yourself and you yeah. wave in all of that stuff. They look at themselves in the mirror and they see themselves probably 100 to 200 pounds bigger than themselves. Why? Because something's wrong up here because yeah. they are not mentally healthy. And again, it all goes to that. And so now you got them standing over in there uh, purging and, and making themselves vomit because they see themselves as fat. You know, they're, they're suffering from other illnesses due to the mental. And so now they're not well because they're purging and throwing up. Now the teeth coming out because why? Your teeth, you lose your teeth because of all the acid from your stomach from vomiting. So now you got another health issue. Now you can't eat. You can't chew your food up to digest it properly because you don't have no teeth. Now you got acid reflux because you got all this food in your stomach that you can't get rid of. So it all ties wow. in together. And man, let me tell y'all one quick thing. I'm going to hush. I'm sure that each one of y'all probably have no idea about what I'm about to say. You may, you may know. For every foot you are tall, you can consume five to ten pounds of fecal matter in your gut. So that's potentially everybody in here could have at least five to twenty pounds of poop trapped in their gut. Jesus. And I brought that up because I was saying the young lady um, was having the, the issues where she make herself vomit, lost her teeth. Now she can't digest her food properly. So now she's seeing herself. She already a size not round. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, just slim but now she's eating poorly because she's making herself throw up she's losing her teeth she can't digest the food right so now she's sitting here looking six months pregnant because she cannot chew her food down to the to the right size for her body to be able to digest it properly so now she's sitting here pregnant you know what i'm saying and so all of this stuff ties in together and all of that was why because her mental mind was not together so she didn't have a spiritual connection to keep her mentally sane. Now she's got physical I issues. Man, it's, it's all wow. together. Jesus. I'm reminded of the scripture where he says that uh, a mind that stayed on me mm -hmm. is kept in perfect peace. Mm -hmm. And y'all know, man, throughout 
throughout throughout a, a typical day for anybody is so much that goes on in the atmosphere that attempts to steal the attention, that attempts to steal the mind. Mm-hmm. So and and it really plays a major part into as for what we entertain, you know, uh mentally because I understand the one thing I've learned to man, I've learned how to shut stuff down. If if it's not agreeing, mm-hmm. nah bro, we, we nah I don't want to talk and ain't no agree to disagree. You feel right. me? You need to go over there with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. That's not where I'm at, man. Mm-hmm. I remember, man, I went to uh, a therapist, and oh, uh, man, and every time the lady would put the blood pressure cup on me, she'd tell me I got high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I just came from over here, and they told me my blood pressure was A1. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it never fell. Every time I go see her, she put that in on me, and I wasn't saying anything, you know what I'm saying? But that that third time, that third time was a charm. I'm like, man, I'm like, every time you put this on me, my blood pressure go up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I say, I don't have high blood pressure. Right. Mm-hmm. And, oh, well, my machine could be wrong. I say, well, you need, can you calibrate a blood pressure machine? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 You don't know there's different sizes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So apparently you had the wrong size. Yeah, I'm like, man. I said that to say this, man. You have to, you you receive what you receive, and I don't receive that. You know what I'm saying? You not know. I don't have high blood pressure. And lo and behold, my blood pressure was just fine. Mm-hmm. Was just fine. And, and just from the, from the, the professional health professional side, you said you were at a therapist, right. counselor, somebody to talk to. Well, no, it was a physical therapist. Oh, physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Okay, you may have already had a precursor from when you went there the last time. They bent your arm the wrong way the last okay. time, and it hurt. Okay. So now in your mind, you're attributing this taste place uh, with this pain that they inflicted okay, on you. Okay. So now you got white coat syndrome, is what we call it. Okay. You go I, to the doctor, and now your blood pressure high because they finna hurt my arm again. I, I see that. I, I, it's I, in your psyche. That, man, I just read a story about um about doing something with a dog, and it, the, the, the um the story <laughs> the story was if you take your dog and you ring a bell every time you get ready to feed him, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He will start to saliva. Mm-hmm. Salivate. salivate, 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 salivate. He'll begin to salivate. You know what I'm saying? And so every and, and, but. You, if you just start ringing that bell without the food, he start to salivate. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so that's the psyche. Man, very important, man. Jesus thought of it so much so that he talked about when he was given the given the, um, the 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 rules, the commandments, the suggestions that we do to have a a free life. You know, we talk about adultery. He said the very thought mm-hmm. of adultery. Up until then, we were saying put that red letter on on his or her chest for for what she did. Jesus is saying the very thought. Mm-hmm. The mind is so powerful. We have the ability to be free mm-hmm. while in prison. Man. That's it. You know what I mean? That's we have the ability to, to work on what's gonna be next while we're yet in. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. behavior is ultimately the, the, the final decision. You know, mm-hmm. when we talk about spiritual, mental, and 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 and, and physical and, and all of that, ultimately your behavior. We have to just as much as intentional um, are our efforts in making sure we have equal rights, making sure we, we, we vote and do all these things. We have to be so intentional of breaking the generational curse of the mental abuse that, that we've allowed ourselves to go go through and mm-hmm. talk about and not talk about it. Man. And really deal with those things within our culture 
You know what I'm saying? It's a re it's a reason why some people, you know, I know we 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 ready to throw people to the wolves when they say they don't like going to church, but some some people somewhere, not everybody, but some people have been touched by the pastor. Some 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 people have had horrible experiences at church. So so and, and they're just not telling anybody. So what we want to do is make sure we create um I and, and I and I and I promote taking a, a first off a holistic approach which means dealing with the person mm-hmm. as opposed to the issue. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you talk about dealing with the person, then you deal with where they are and you can get to the source of it instead of dealing with your 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 old OB. So let's just deal with that when really it's really about what happened to me when I was yes. six or seven. Mm-hmm. Say the why to the and why. So, to the right, why. to the why to the why, right? And so that goes to speaks to what but the brother was talking about when he was when he was talking about getting to the the the, the behavior mm-hmm. after he helps the brother lose weight two or three times. Mm-hmm. Why why would you go back to that yeah. same mm-hmm. behavior? Is because mentally we're we're not we're not free, mm-hmm. and we have to be so intentional. Um, it take it, I, um, it's a saying that it could take two generations to break a curse. Mm-hmm. We have to be so intentional that I'm trying to break the cycle for my great grandchildren right now today. Mm-hmm. If I begin to eat vegetables, if I begin to read my word, if I begin to fast and pray, that's going right. to be a habit that my great grandkids going to have without that's without thinking about. It's gonna come. So we have to make sure that we begin to break cycles, not just break the cycles talking about the man going to treat me right. You know, uh, we're going to have equal rights. I'm, I'm, we're we going we gonna to get a fair trial. But no, no, no. We're going to eat right. Yeah. We're going to live right. Mm-hmm. We're going to raise, raise ourselves in the, in, the, in, the, in the word of the Lord. Yeah. You know, that's what we're going to do. And before we know it, it'll be second nature for that third and fourth generation. Yeah, right. leaving an inheritance. That's it. That's it. Come on, man. That generational wealth. That's it. Well, man, that was one of Jesus's greatest fights with the people, though, was changing their thinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why the Israelites wanted. All they wanted, all they wanted, man. Look, Jesus, we need you to put an end to this Roman stuff. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Look, we gonna ride with you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? We we ready. And you like, no, man, no, no, no. If I can free you mentally. Everything else will begin to yes, be sir. I've learned this, man, dealing with the mental pieces that when you begin to engage and invite different perspectives, even sometimes different philosophies, you know, not saying you 100 hand in hand with it, you know what I'm saying, but not so quick to shut it down. That's mm-hmm. it. But to see your, your mind begins to open up. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And, and mentally, mentally, because. We've been told one thing, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because, man, we was talking about the Willie Lynch syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, man. And that was a mental attack. Intentional. You know, intentional, very intentional, you know what I'm saying? And it stuck around for two, three hundred years. Mm-hmm. Even to Even today, today, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people in our community, you know, and one thing that I see in our communities also is on a lot of mental health patients. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are a lot of group homes that's supposed to house them, you know, but I've learned that, you know what I'm saying, like with the medication, just the design of the medication is to really produce and it promotes an unbalance. And so it keeps the people in this mental state of confusion. So how do we deal with that? I want to, you know, just come in real quick with that, because um, just here, even when... um, and I think you may even remember when I invited you into my Discover the You Within right. group page. God had 
basically giving me right there a vision of a person in their weakest state. And their weakest state was laying flat on their back. Mm -hmm. That is your most vulnerable place. You go to a therapist, what they say, lay down on the couch. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're, you're apt to be relaxed. You're apt to be open. You're apt to be able to be in that place. And so what I, where I'm going with this is even in, in what I do on my personal, in my side life, my spa, that they're in the most vulnerable position. It's an opportunity for me to pour into them. If I want to pour anything on Pastor Carl, <laughs> the most likely way for me to cover him from head to toe is to have him lay flat on his back. Because if he stand up, I can't reach the top of his head. I can barely reach his shoulders. So God has given us as believers, as a body of leaders, a way to reach unbelievers and to deal with those mental health issues is to get them into a perfect posture. Mm. Now, what am I saying that that's laying flat on their back? No, that's in a place that you're able to cover them entirely with the word that you're trying to give them. We are we're quick to tell somebody to pray. Well, I don't believe in prayer. I don't know God. I don't. How does that work for me? I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say to pray. Oh, we follow your word. I, the word I know is S T O P. That's what's on the stop sign. That's what I know. You understand what I'm saying? And so we have to get to a place as the body of believers. To be able to meet the person where we are. Word of God says, be all things all to all right. people so that you might do what? Win some. Win some. <laughs> you understand? And so if you got somebody that is whatever in an abusive relationship, you can't keep throwing scripture at them. I don't want to hear your scripture because if God loved me so much, why he letting Ray Ray beat me on my head? You understand what I'm saying? Somebody's addicted to dope. Their mind is not with you when you're talking to them. So you steady playing for them. And it's just going boom, boom, boom and out the window. So you have to find a place, that perfect posture that makes them receptive to the word of God. And so that's meeting them where they are to help them discover who they are on the inside. And as you help them discover who they are on the inside, then as they start coming out of that thing, then you can start showing them and watering them with the word of God. Come on. And, and, and we, we miss that so many times because we want to start and write, oh, well, I go to church Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and Wednesday. I sang in the choir. I'm on the usher board. And it's mm-hmm. good for you. Good job. Yes. But you have to meet people where they are to yes. give them something that can feed them and put something on their place they want. Yes. right. And I, and I think that, that um, to chime in on, on what she's saying is that the, the medical profession Without without saying like say certain ghost words they can't say, mm-hmm. but they can still copy the behavior. Um, they've adopted this new care. It's called integrated mm-hmm. healthcare. Mm-hmm. It's where I used to used to go to your primary care physician, then they give you a referral, then mm-hmm. you go to somewhere else and do that. Now mm-hmm. most primary cares have somebody on site. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go home and wait three weeks for a referral to go and do. You can have it all. In, in, inclusive. Why do I say that? I say that because as ministry leaders, as, as Come preachers, on, as ministers, as pastors, we have to be okay with saying, I'm great in this area, right. but right. I'm not great in that area. Mm-hmm. We yeah. want, yeah. we want to be the preacher. We want to be the pastor. We want to be the psychotherapist. We want to be the, the fitness instructor. We want to be the, 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 the doctor. We want to be the nurse. We want to be, we want to be the cook. We want to be, be all these things. And God calls us to to be many members in one body. That's right. You know what I mean? And so we can't be so as as ministry leaders, we can't be so territorial of our people mm-hmm. that we don't allow them to to be able to say, you know what? Um I, I love you and I appreciate you. Right. Let me refer you to somebody 
that can really help you. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Because because yeah. that's true. There's people that are suffering some from depression that just have a bad day. But there are some clinically depressed people, which means that they might not be at the, the medical level yet. Because I would believe that medicine is the last resort. That's why I take we take a holistic approach first. Mm-hmm. But 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 to, to get to that medical depressive state. You're looking at a bunch of things, and they had this other thing. It's called it's called um, um, cold conditioning, meaning you have more than one symptom: depression and addiction to something. Mm-hmm. And so, so by you having these multiple things, it's fine to come in um, an hour before prayer meeting and let's talk about it, so we can go and deal with it. But if the only thing that you've truly dealt with is the Word of God, theology, and what it is, that may not be. The only route, on. and 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 somebody in your congregation is a is a yeah. therapist yeah. or, or yeah. is a, yeah. a clinician or a doctor yeah. that can draw your blood, that can get you tested, that you can do get you assessed, and we and we have got to as as leaders be willing to to share the wealth of God with everybody, yeah. That's right. because we receive it. You know what I mean? If I know so, if I know you, 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 you are uh, an, an, an awesome communicator. I'm gonna call you to communicate. Come on, say, come on. If, if I know that that you can that you can cook, I'm gonna call you to cook. I can I cook eggs in a microwave. Bro. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? And they're just as fluffy as everybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I know that you're a specialist in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and and I have to get humble and be in a position to want the best. For those that God has accomplished me with. Man, that's, that's, that's the piece right there, man. Because, man, believe it or not, man, so many times in church we can be so ignorant. Mm-hmm. Say it one more time. We can be ignorant. That part. I mean, because like you said, man, I believe, I believe that as leaders, we have to be able to make assessments. Mm-hmm. And we have to know that, okay, look here, man, look here, bro. Your faith ain't at the level to where, you know what I'm saying, you're going to be able to pray and be done with this. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we need a different type of session. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, we have to be able to to look out and, you know what I'm saying, look here, man. Look, sis, maybe you need to go holler at mama. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mama mama might still cuss, you feel me? But mm-hmm. mama got life experience go. to show you how to deal with Ray Ray. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. If you throw some grits on Ray Ray one good time, so Ray Ray gonna learn to keep his hands to himself, baby. Mama didn't tell you to go pray. Mama came with a solution. You know what I'm that's it, and, and, and that's why we have to be in, in ministry. We have to be so we have to be open minded to know. Just like um, Reverend Phil say, you gotta you you gotta know that's every every everything ain't your ministry. Yeah. Everything ain't your calling. I'm gonna say, oh no, that's not. Yeah. Don't ask me to sing. I got the, the, the looks. I got the mannerism. <laughs> I, you know, but don't ask me to sing because yeah. that's not my ministry. You understand what I'm saying? And so that is where we as the body fail the unbeliever because we're so set on my, 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 my. You've been pastoring how long? I've been pastoring for about 10 years. 10 years. Now, if you got Brother John sitting right there that's been sitting there since the day you opened this church and Brother John's still sitting right there, that's no problem with Brother John. That's a problem with your leadership because you still should not have the same 10-year-old congregant yeah. as laymen yeah. in your church. Mm-hmm. And, and my pastor right. says all the time, it's not about a seating capacity. Yeah, it's right. about a sending capacity. Right. We got to be able to equip the people mm-hmm. to go forth. Yeah. The, the Bible says to bring forth. Mm-hmm. And so if we're going to have a 10-year-old brother John sitting right there 
10 year old in your ministry, Reverend, I mean, I'm just saying, what have you given Brother John? At some point, you might say, uh, Brother John, it's good to see you here every Sunday, and I appreciate your faithfulness, but what is your gift? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to start nurturing yeah. that Come gift. On, man, for real. You know, every time we cook, you don't tell nobody, you the one, bro, all that good, this, that, the other, blah, blah, blah. You got a spirit of helps right there. You got a spirit of hospitality right there. So you need to start nurturing that thing, and that's where we as the body fail the people. We want to either hog all of the gifts ourselves as the leaders, or we find that sister so-and-so is a good this and a good that and a good that, and we work the dog's snot out of her. And user. Yes, user, abuser, wow. then, then when you get mad because she ain't doing cooking butter in the rolls like you like them, now you kick her to the curb. That's, that, that's crazy, man, because yeah. the, believe, that stuff happens in ministry, man, yeah. and it gives the church a bad rap, and it's crazy, man. But man, I, I I've been blessed this evening, man. I actually want to start crying, but I'm a, I'm a G and G's don't cry. They, they cry on the inside, make your body feel right. He gonna cry in the car, y'all. <laughs> but man, uh, man, I'm so blessed and grateful to have all you guys here this evening, man, because it's been so for me. You know what I'm saying? And I know I'm not the only. It's been so impactful and so enlightening, on uh, enlightening. You know, um, but at the at the end of the day, man, when we talk about spiritual, physical, and mental, I want you three guys to hit on each one of those. Each one of those. You know what I'm saying? Spiritual, uh, physical, and mental. Mental, mental. Who wants the spiritual part? I have something to say. I don't know where it would exactly uh, apply. Go ahead. Um, but you, I guess it'd be the spiritual, but you talked about, uh, prayer and, um, and then what was that that you talked about along with her last, uh, what was it? Um, it's going to come back to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, basically when, uh, you have a, uh, you know, you have the way I grew up, you know, in, in church and you have pastors and you have these churches. And a lot of times the pastors at that time, it was about membership, uh, you know, the congregation. And a lot of times a pastor would not allow their members to go to other pastors yeah. for different wow. teachings and learning mm-hmm. because they wanted to hog all the members. Okay. But as I started to get closer to God, he let me know that if that's part of your calling, if that's part of your assignment, if that's part of the mantle, the, the giftings, the, you know, the things that he's given you, okay, then you need to, one, just stay in your particular position, and whoever's for you, he's going to bring them to you. Yes, okay? sir. But yes. it's important that we seed or that we allow the sheep to go where they're supposed to go for their proper upbringing. Jesus. Otherwise, then one thing is that if you lose touch with the Spirit, okay, the Holy Spirit who's supposed to be, uh, under God, supposed to be leading you in your church, your ministry, that one, your, your church can become like, a, it can become stagnant. What he showed me in a vision was that he showed me a pond that once was connected to a stream and then you have the, uh, all of a sudden that, that, uh, that stream uh, disconnect from that pond and then you see the sun starts to beat down on that pond and starts to dry it up and then next you know it's no longer a pond. It's just like a, a you know, a piece of earth that's just dry. Mm-hmm. So you have some ministry that's dry like that. Yeah. They're no longer led by the Holy Spirit. They're no longer led by God. It's just mm-hmm. led by tradition. And so some of those leaders are like, you know, 
is, as the word of God says, you know, Jesus will say, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not doing my work. Okay. And so one thing that he showed me in, in, in scripture is that when someone comes and I, I pray for them, sometimes you'll say, okay, well, look, they need a nutrition plan. Or sometimes, hey, you need to go to the doctor. So I mm-hmm. refer them to, you know, some of the people I work with in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes they say, well, you know what? They just need to go repent. They need to go apologize. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they, they're harboring things in their heart that they shouldn't have. Okay. They need to go, uh, 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 forgive. You know, they need to forgive so and so. Okay. So, it's important that we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us, okay, not only for our own uh, salvation, our own uh, sanity, but in order to help the people and give them what they need. That's right. That's right. That's right. And so that it has to have that, that balance. You know, sometimes, um, you know, there are people in my own ministry, you know, that sometimes when people come to me, they expect me to have the answer. And, you know, the Lord puts on my heart, give them the, the minister so-and-so or, or let them talk to uh uh, you know, your mom or your grandmother or, or someone else because they have that testimony. They've been through that, like things she's been through. If they've been abused, you know, they can help them, you know. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes they're like, well, why are you not helping? Well, I don't have it, you know. You know this time I don't have it. And they need to go see so-and-so. Not my lane. That's it. Come on, come on, come yeah, on. Man. <laughs> Age before beauty. Okay. Um, This is so important. And and it's so important for us. It's so important for our community. So important for our people. So important important for the body of Christ. Uh, That way we can discuss those those taboos and those myths Mm -hmm. that we we don't want to look at. And it's not that we don't want to look at them for any other reason other than fear. You know, and um, we're 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 afraid of 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 potentially seeing ourselves as better, yeah. uh, and and because better means you have to maintain. Yeah. You, you know, it's it's cool to maintain on the low end because I'm low, yeah. but once God raises up a standard in you and you follow that standard, you know, you'll be able. You and and physical. A lot of people put a lot of emphasis on physical. I'm gonna tell you something about the world and physical. Go to the other side of the world. You know, you'll find somebody where uh, where thin is in. You go to the other side of the world, mm-hmm. that is where it's at. You know what I mean? That's so, it. yeah. so it's really about mm-hmm. the, the 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 part of the world that you're in for. That that's why it's so important to concentrate on your inside. You know what I mean? We're all made up different. We're we're fearfully and wonderfully made. God God needed some of us to have His weight on us so we could. Mm-hmm. You know, we can get down there and change these flats <laughs> for the little people. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, it, 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 it makes it. You know what I'm saying? God works all things together. It's, it's it. done like that. Come we on. put so much emphasis on that, and it'll cause us to be scarred mentally. <laughs> and if we're consider, if we're constantly looking at somebody else as an example other than Jesus, that's it. You know what I mean? Now we're looking at uh, uh, something that was never intended for us. That's and right. so now right. our mental is scarred and now our mm-hmm. spirit man is defeated. Mm-hmm. So we, we, it's, it's all inclusive. So we want to make sure that we, we hold spiritually to God's word, mm-hmm. mentally behave within his promises. See, mm-hmm. mentally behave mm-hmm. and physically you'll respond to what it is. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. I want to add something here. Go ahead. One of the things I teach in, in training as a trainer, uh, when someone comes in, a new person, and they're like, they're like, well, I don't know how I want to look. Or they say, well, I want this particular look or this particular shape. And let's say that they are, uh, they are pear shaped, but they're saying, well, 
I want to look like a, a, a like the apple shape. And I was like, genetically, that's not going to work. Okay, your body's not shaped like that. I understand you see this picture on the TV or this mom or this that. You you not you can't look like that. You don't know. Well, that's right. He does tell you that. Okay. But I tell him, listen. Bust my bubble. <laughs> but God has a perfect body that he has finished in heaven. Just like when Jesus finished it on the cross, there's a perfect look for you that you're healthy, you fit, you're the right balance, you're the right shape. That as you keep pressing and keep going on this program that I'm gonna lay out for you, eventually you'll get there, and then then after that you just maintain it. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah. your look can be different than, than her look. Her look can be different than hers. Yours can be different than his. But it's your look from God. It's your yes. your fit look that's finished in heaven. Mm-hmm. You. That's right. And 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 it'll be the best for your health, best for your family, best for your work. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's that you have to decide in your mindset that this is what I want. And at some point, we have to trust God enough to say, you know what, I'm going to trust you with this. And that's what I did. I, I lost my first 50 pounds uh, in about six or seven months. And I hit a plateau. I got depressed again. And finally, I just cried out to God. I said, Lord, I, I can't do this. You know, I, I, it's not working. So uh, after I prayed, I cried out to God. My last 50 came off in like 12 weeks. Hmm. I started this program. Uh, I went to uh, learn uh, Baylor College of Sports Medicine. I did like these seven courses in one. Uh, and after that, I learned what happens inside the body. I learned about fitness. I learned about health. But then when I learned uh, to apply it to the Word of God, that's where I found balance. Yes, sir. Now, the 102 pounds that I lost was about 20 years ago. I never gained it back, you see. And so that's because of the Word of God, because I changed my mindset. Not that I did it, but God did it, you mm-hmm. see. For, for me applying myself, and the scriptures say, study to show thyself approved. So as I learned the, the scriptures and applied them to the, the physical fitness and the health, it not only changed my mindset, but I was able to sustain it by the word of God. Yeah. Okay. And so that's what I teach people is that one, we're going to get to your fit look, that, that your right balance, your right look. But after that, you have to put in this word. You got to mm-hmm. get it in. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to sustain it. And, you know, a lot of people up and down, up and down. So that has to change. That's right. Amen. Amen. And and my closing thing is, I just want to say to our community, to our people, uh, y'all zoom in on me right here. It's it's an teaser. It's okay to need a counselor. It's okay to need a therapist. It's okay to go lay down on somebody's couch and talk. And it's usually better to not do it to your pastor, to your whomever. If you just need somebody that's spiritually sound, there are therapists that out there that are Christians and they run a Christian based therapy center. Seek those things out. And to us as the body of believers, whatever your walk of, of, of ministry is, stay in your lane, do your ministry and work with that person being led by the Holy Spirit to push them to their camp. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is you're working with, whoever God has assigned you to push them to their camp. What does that mean? I can't do this. You're right. Let me help you to somebody that can. That is our ultimate goal. That is our ultimate thing. We need to push people to their camp. When the Bible says that when man reaches his extremity, that becomes God's opportunity. So when we push them to their camp, they can no longer do anything. And so when you are at that weakest place, turtle on his back, can't do nothing. Got this big old heavy shell that protects him from his word, from the world. Because on the inside, he's soft and mushy. Without that shell, he's vulnerable to a grain of rice. We'll just 
rip his intestines apart if you poke him with a grain of rice because in the inside he's mush. So you got to push people to the back of their shell. Turn them over flat on their back and allow God to deal with them right there. That's when you start pouring it off. Wow. Push them to the camp. Man, that um that remind me of the scripture when Peter asked Jesus, where are you going? Mm-hmm. And Jesus told Peter, he said, well, I'm going, you can't come. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, but there's another one. Yeah. And, and that's what you guys have been hitting on, the, the referral system. Yeah. But there's another one. So Jesus himself referred Peter. <laughs> To the Holy Spirit, man. Well, man, I thank you guys so much for taking out of time, taking out the time of your day uh, to come and to to bless us uh, with this information, man, with this wisdom, with this knowledge. Because believe it or not, man, it's most definitely needed. You know, life goes far beyond the pulpit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's more to it than old church was good, man. What did you get? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what yeah. can you Apply because the scripture, the, the Bible is a book of principles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only way these principles will work in one's life is if you apply them. That's right. If you apply them. But man, you know, um, in closing, in closing, I thank you guys so much, <laughs> man, for um, the spiritual, the um, physical, and the mental because it plays a major role. That's three, you know what I'm saying? Then we got God That's the right. Father, God the Son, God the Holy that's three yeah. more. You feel yeah. me? <laughs> so, man, I thank you guys so much. I thank everybody for who, who tuned in. I thank everybody who came out. I thank you guys for your insight, uh, your questions, man. And hey, man, you've been watching the Kingdom Hour. Uh, with special guests is um, Brother Carl, Pastor Carl. You know, um, I don't want to top the last name of Comier, uh, Sister Lakeithia, uh, Pastor Phil, man. Uh, thank you guys so much, man. And until next time, y'all remember the kingdom album. So tell a friend to tell a friend. All right, y'all. Y'all be blessed. Amen. Okay. Good. Good.